0: they're calling me the guest host you see that that's what they're doing
1: hey what have you done for me lately that is
0: all this is about isn't it
1: yeah it is
0: that's all anything's about
1: look who it is man wow uh vacay guy what do we even call you right now vacation guy world traveler um (laughs) what 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 oh pretty lady is who we call you (laughs) Is the pretty
0: lady going to be on
1: (laughs) you know what that's very fair i think they felt like you abandoned us i felt like you abandoned us a little bit dk Mm -hmm. but i understand like you had a lot going on
0: yeah, I I really did actually, and uh, well we can get to, we can get into some of that once uh <laughs> once we get rolling here, right?
1: Yeah, we will, man. Welcome back, though, man. Are you ready for the bell? Because we had a method we on how ma- we did stuff. We can do. We can.
0: <laughs> I remember this vaguely. We can do. We can do matching bells. Are we ready?
1: You know what? You hit the bell, and I hit the start. You ready? All right, here goes.
0: This actually is going to be Ramon's bell someday, which is a good thing. Casey Kester, one of our longtime <laughs> members, got this yeah. for us. Uh, it's immensely appreciated. Yeah, I was in Milwaukee doing four baseball games. My flight got ditched and I had to do a drive, which is no picnic that far. And then the Penguins made a trade. You might have heard. Yeah. And then I decided I was going to spend yet another night in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Writing up a hockey column. And I thought, all right, I'm just gonna get up at 10 in the morning and I'm gonna make it back to Pittsburgh in time for the Monday Ramon show. And uh, no.
1: Yeah. By the way, I, I need a do-over, man. I'm getting dogged right now, DK. Oh yeah. Weak bail. Uh DK, they thought <laughs> you were in jail. Okay. Um somebody said my bail isn't bailing. Like, there it is, right there. From the Uncle <laughs> Table, too. I think I went like that and no. that does not <laughs> sound good. So, hold up, hold up. There we no, go. That's
0: I, just that's that. That's not a bell.
1: That's just there it is. Golly, two hands is what I need. On Guys, this
0: one, we man. are three days away from my next trip, which will be of much greater interest to this particular audience. That, of course, being down to Tampa, Florida for the Steelers preseason opener against the Buccaneers. It's that night. And Moan, what is the first thing that comes to mind that you think to yourself that you're looking forward to from that?
1: Uh, Broderick, first thing. first Broderick.
0: thing, yeah, yeah, you're just you're, you're the old line guy, yeah. If you want to uh, see Broderick Jones? What do you want to see from
1: him? A uh, man, does he does he fight? Does it what, what does his level of competition look like? I know he was a former five star coming out of college, first round draft pick. Omar them made moves to come and get a guy like him unexpectedly. I would say some would think. You didn't need him, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we're fine. We'll be okay. We'll make it through with Dan Moore Jr. No, they went and got a guy. So I want to see what a guy like this looks like in Pittsburgh. We saw what a center, high-round center looked like in Marquise, right? But we hadn't seen a high-round tackle. Am I tripping? No.
0: In been, my entire It's, it's no. Yeah, it's been a long time. It just hit me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Specifically, left tackle too. Oh, yeah. we're in the that just hit me. We never drafted a high first round left tackle. No,
0: that was the beauty of the whole Alejandro Villanueva story.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's news to me, God. Like, how come I didn't think about this, DK? Yeah,
0: it's been a while. I mean, they had a period the Steelers did where they invested heavily in terms of draft capital in the offensive line, Marquise and Dave, and then they just stopped.
1: That's so true, man. I I guess so.
0: Yeah, Marcus was a second rounder. So, I mean, Marcus, if you consider that a high round,
1: sure. It is. I mean, technically, from what we've done in the draft, as far as everything else, too, the only thing we've really invested in is a center and a guard.
0: Now, here's the question that I have for you, though. You say you want to see Broderick fight. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, no, no. I'm not going to put words in your mouth. What you said exactly was you want to see what it looks like when Broderick fights. But here's my question. Mm -hmm. Okay, when I've watched Broderick Jones in Latrobe, what I see is not a player who's necessarily shoving you backward. Yeah, I see someone who's just doing whatever it takes to make sure you're not going around him. And so you tell me what that looks like, because if he's ah, doing that okay. consistently, Moan, it doesn't look like what we would think of as an offensive lineman fighting. Do you follow me?
1: You know what? I'm glad you challenged me to, to, to really expand on what that means. Right. Yeah. there. It's Mike Jones. Say who who's this dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name is DK. I think he kind of owns <laughs> or runs the company. Uh, but this is what I want to see uh, his feet. What do they look like getting off? Does he have any ME's that I can noticeably okay. see? His What's hands, ME? Uh mental errors. Uh d- does he look lost? Own just out dropped there? an ME on us. I know <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna say you had ME's if you miss a few more days like that, DK. <laughs> uh, but what does his feet and hands look like? I think what we'll see most from a guy like him is the movement of his feet. And the, uh, the placement of his hands, is he a waist bender whenever he's locked on to somebody? Meaning, does he grab somebody and they're turning the corner on him and we see his backside numbers? I'll be, uh, for instance, watching DeWan Jones, the uh, tackle that the Browns drafted last Thursday night. I left, a, uh, I, I finished watching that game and I was just like, okay, he could have been a first rounder like some thought he could have been. Mm-hmm. I saw what it looked like, DK, even at his massive size. So all the reports I've heard about Project Joan, and I've seen some clips on him in practice, and it does look good. But I want to see what it looks like under the lights, DK. A lot of things look good in practice. You know that. You reported on guys. Man, this man is a monster.
0: No. But it's different. There can be monsters who just swallow you whole. I'm always using the Andwer- Andrew Whitworth example. Yep. Okay, Andrew Whitworth versus Debo. Andrew Whitworth didn't care how hard Debo came at him because he nope. knew all he had to do was to turn on the black hole function. Yep. Okay, and it would just Swallow be. be... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and there went Debo, and Debo's in there going,
1: "How do I get out of here? I get out of here!"
0: And and if that's Broderick, yeah, then I don't know. You know, like for example, we have Teresa here getting greedy. You know, she wants to see pancakes.
1: Yeah, that's But it doesn't
0: have to be pancakes, does it?
1: No, pancakes really don't happen like that in NFL games. Mostly in college, they don't even. You'll see guys dominate guys by simply moving them around. Pancakes honestly happen when guys go out to make a tackle and dudes finish them. to come off the line of scrimmage, one, two, hand under, like you in high school. (laughs) That, Teresa, I'm sorry, just doesn't happen as much in the NFL. Guys get pancaked because the defensive players are in bad position and you have more finish than they do. Uh, but I don't want to make it all offensive line too, DK. I, I will say this. Uh, as we'll go into the Hey Mo section in, in a minute, but there are other parts of this team I'm wanting to see too. That is the operation, okay, of Kenny Pickett if he gets a quarter or so. Uh Mr. Bisky is such a veteran player. We think, or at least it's been said, we probably have the most seasoned backup quarterback in the NFL besides now newly signed Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of where you at uh, when it comes down to what he's going to look like. And he should get a line share of the offense in a sense, too. Uh, but not just that. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. is always going to come up right now. Um, and should. I would, and should. Uh, but I'm also going Keanu Benton. Why why would I not want to see a whole lot of him considering uh that, that he is expected to play something? He is expected to grow and show like what does it look like? I know going against the NFL offensive line in practice is such a controlled environment that you can't do all the things you want to. Or coaches just really roll the ball out in the game and say, Hey, go play ball. In practice, I'm teaching you. I want to see what go play ball looks like for a guy like Keanu Benton.
0: I agree with that. I mean, I don't think we've seen it to date in in training camp, but I, I think that what you're talking about here, uh, you know, for preseason and your expectations and what you want to see from the very first game, mm-hmm. man, can I give the most boring answer possible? Absolutely. I mean, I just want to see Kenny Pickett throw the football in front of oh, everybody really? else. Okay. I mean, I don't even know. You know, we don't know right now what's going to be what's going to qualify as a series. Yeah, uh, for him or or what? But uh, I've seen a lot of things to like about uh, about Kenny through through Latrobe. But okay. I, I I want others to enjoy it.
1: Okay. You no, know? I, okay. I want
0: others to see it so they can they can see some of that same stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
1: I, I do too, and this is my thing. So I'm trying to govern myself with Kenny throwing the ball because to a particular guy that's Mm -hmm. uh george pickens practice stuff that he's gotten away with we talked about the push-off i think a little bit last week i'm not sure if you were in for that show or not dk we talked about his push-off and the way i love the way Steeler nation and the pittsburgh Steelers do training camp they open it up to everybody nowadays they have this device this thing that records a lot of stuff Everybody
0: Everybody sees it. Everybody everybody sees
1: sees what George Pickens is doing. With what George Pickens do, a lot of fans and just everybody else, even former players in the league, man, that's a push-off. The Stripes will have a beeline on him and his hand extension. So I want to see if he can do those same things in a game from a pass from Kenny Pickett. Tristan
0: Strother is going to close out this segment by pointing out uh, his stance that I I just want to see Broderick keep Kenny clean and to turn defenders out of running holes for Najee to go through, it doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to be effective.
1: I have another question when we speak about Broder keeping them clean. The unofficial depth chart had him number two at left tackle, right? It did. Uh, you know how that's. I, I stuff. know it's uh, fluid. I, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't is, mean a thing. <laughs> it's very fluid. But my thing is, what is Dan Moore going to look like? Also, also the 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 movement of Dan Moore going to the right side in the game, if that is the case for him and Tukes, and Broderick. If this is a three-way between them, DK, I want to see how each one of them operate in these moments right here, though, with Broderick Jones, Dan Moore, and Tooks of core for.
0: Well, what you need to see, you know, Byron's suggesting here moving Dan Moore to the guard. Yeah. No, okay, it's not going to happen.
1: Who, who, who's he going to replace? Right now, nobody, nobody. yeah. He, Isaacs I mean, look good.
0: Isaac's, Isaac's Isaac, and the James Daniels is James Daniels, so I don't think you're going to see anything. Along those lines, I just want to see more than... I'm going to say it one more time, even though it's boring. I'm sorry. I I want to see Kenny throw one of those tight intermediate route spirals, okay? Because that's going to be such a game changer for the perception of this football team as a whole. When we come back, Moan, we're going to get to the only segment that's ever mattered no matter no matter who your guest host is
1: i kind of want to say it's trash and dk but i think it's <laughs> hey mom it is <laughs> at dk pittsburgh sports we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite
0: teams now that connection's stronger than ever introducing our all new state of the art app find expert inside reporting and original podcasts check live box scores track the latest stats chatted up with our community of thousands of fans all in one place the new app from dk pittsburgh sports coverage that connects the way to become a member of the ramon foster show is to go to dkps.net slash what was it i actually forgot
1: join <laughs> slash join God. You got vacation mind right now. That's all I it, it is. We got I vacation bond. No, no, we ain't trying to hear all that, DK. You think, you think baseball's not work?
0: <laughs> DKPS.net slash join. I was about to say DKPS.net slash gift for some reason.
1: Here. Yeah, no. it's, been, it's been
0: typed up by by uh, she who pretty much got me fired here. Yeah. So there it is DKPS.net slash join. Uh, Jacob has had enough of me. He just Mm -hmm. wants to have her back on. Uh, Robert is now trying to be the contrarian and say that I'm his favorite (laughs) journalist. Don't listen to it. No, 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 no. Robert, you've all been exposed for exactly, (laughs) for exactly who and what you are. Jim Fairfield gets us started with, Hey, Moan, which position right now? Offense or defense is most up for grabs. This is a great question.
1: That is a great question. Uh, most up for
0: grabs, like the most 50
1: 50. Most 50 50 position up for grabs, DK. Uh I am probably going cornerback too.
0: Hmm. Is you, that, know, is... you know, I, I mean, here's the thing though. They've done so much setting up of Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. That I find it hard to believe at this point that he's not going to start. Because I'm not seeing a whole lot of plan B to no. this. I do believe that Patrick Peterson is going to be bouncing inside and outside depending on certain situations. Yeah. But I think Joey's going to start. You know what mine is? My whoa, 50-50 whoa. here? It's it's left tackle. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm not... if they had to play a game, Moan, this weekend, if they had to play a game right now, Dan Moore is starting at left tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now they don't. They have to play it in three weeks, four Mm -hmm. weeks. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that to me is about as 50 50 as it gets. You know, when you're expecting the young guy or hoping that the young guy vaults past the older guy, but, you know, Dan's getting his reps at both tackle positions still. And Dan is, although he did have a, a pre snap penalty the other day over the weekend. That's fair. Um, well, not. I'm sure he's not taking it that way. Yeah, but he had a pre-snap penalty, a false start, and you got to see that consistency from him. But man, again, from Broderick, that's that's why I kind of jumped early on when you mentioned the thing about Broderick, where it's like, I think they just want to see him be boring.
1: Okay, uh, th- 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 this this reminds me of so many different situations. It, it <laughs> honestly does, <laughs> godly, it just does uh, because. I mean- it, it, it reminds me of, um, honestly, my situation and also Pounce and Jeff uh, Hartwig situation, too. Uh, my situation was, of course, Dave, first rounder, plays right guard. I finished the season at right guard. Uh, we played the first game, and Dave was ended up being the, named the starter right after that. And Dave probably earned it. I'm going to always be biased and be like, yeah. This was the plan in motion before that. Okay, whatever the case may have may have been, but I look at it still and I say, you know what, worked out for me. Fine, whatever the case may be. This also looks like Marquise and Justin Hartwick situation. All the things we were seeing about Justin, I mean, about Pounce was, you know, you guys are here. I told you that story. We walked in a room in the spring and, and Pounce came in on a different edge though too. And he said, Coach Kugler at the time said, hey, you guys are right here, and I love it. You guys are doing everything I want you to do, but Marquise is right here. You got to remember, Justin had just signed a contract, just won the Super Bowl as a starting center, and was fairly young for his time in Pittsburgh, too. There was no way I could envision seeing Marquise being the day one starter and opening the season, but they saw Marquise be boring. They saw Marquise be flashy on film. They saw him hustle, and they saw a a jolt that took us over the edge, okay? And they cut Justin, and Marquise was the day one starter. Now, the only difference in that to me is this, though. Dan Moore is still young enough and under contract that you won't cut him, I don't think, unless you trade him. But I've seen this happen again to where your point brought back reality to me at a flashback, one of those cutaway scenes in the movie. We've seen this happen before, Jess. This is just a different position.
0: Byron comes in with a clarification that what he meant was Dan Moore at guard in a multi-person. Okay. That's fine, except that, except that Byron right now, he's learning right tackle. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I don't know how many different positions you want him to learn in the same camp. Uh, I think that's a little ambitious. I mean, imagine, Moan, what your play your, your playbook head would be like.
1: Oh my gosh! Uh, there's <laughs> and not even just that though, Byron. I understand what you're saying—a multi-purpose type of way. Yeah. Like the more you can do, the longer you stay around. Long term, long term. But in general, that is a lot to ask. And I, I'd almost feel like any player at this spot right now would just settle in. And he's he's a tackle. You know, that's just where I'm at right now. He's a tackle. Well, he's also built like a tackle.
0: I mean, yeah. uh, there's also th- this idea that everybody can play every position. Mm -hmm. Uh, now moan i know if somebody puts a gun to your head and says hey you gotta you got to play left tackle for us today okay could you do
1: it yeah i'm gonna make it happen it's it's probably gonna look a certain way it was gonna look a certain way but we're gonna make it happen absolutely dk but
0: it would look a certain way more because just not knowing the plays over there
1: no doubt. I have to ask you this too. And I went on a little rant uh, a couple of days ago about it, not even a rant, but the Kendrick green to, to fullback. You saw that coming. No, oh, uh, I, here's how I, here's how I've explained this. Speaking of multi-purpose. I
0: heard a whisper about this several months ago. I did not take it seriously. Okay. And I'm going to be honest with you further here. I didn't take it seriously after they ran it in Friday night lights. Okay, I just didn't. Uh-huh. But when you're – when you're, I, we just got a hey, Moan from the street here. Hey! <laughs> I
1: love it. That. I thought I heard cool it. This. Yeah.
0: Yeah, wasn't that cool? Yeah. Uh, that happens way more often than you would think. Like, you're just walking by and they just yell it into the place. Yeah. Uh, 224 Fifth Avenue downtown, by the way, here. I know. Uh, but, but the next day, they did it in practice. And then again today, they did it in practice at the goal line. He punched it in handoff right up the middle so this isn't a joke this isn't some kind of running gag that the coach has going here it's a 315 pound fullback who is you've seen kendrick you know his build he's rocked up but he's it's all up here yeah he's built like he was born to be some alien fullback meaning that everything is crazy top heavy okay that
1: massive torso you know who he's built like, and I say this respectfully? Go ahead. The older version of the bus. Baddest. I could see that.
0: No, I could see that. You, it,
1: you see what I'm saying? He's built I mean, like the baddest. bus had a lot
0: of things going for him. <laughs> and it worked. And he, he had, he had <laughs> uh, especially in his younger days, he had the legs. He had a s- stunning speed for someone yeah. of his stature.
1: And it but, looked like Kendrick is taking it serious. So I just had to ask you that because I needed to know if you saw this coming, DK.
0: Did that that's my answer it, it, it was a yes and no and then a no and then a well wow they're actually serious about
1: this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know
0: lb quirky wants to know if Chukes is getting if you see chukes getting pushed out at right tackle
1: i don't see him getting pushed out i honestly do think this is projection for down the road planning for down the road too that uh i think this is Chukes last year on this deal unless we see an extension coming out soon then they yeah, got yeah. leverage against Chukes. And that's been, what they're looking for because Dan Moore is under contract for two at a much. More? Yeah.
0: And I think that's what you're seeing more than anything else here. Is there, they're, you're seeing Dan Moore get schooled at both tackle positions for the express purpose of keeping him around, A, as a backup at both tackle positions, but B, a possible replacement for Chooks next year. Oh. You see That's what I'm saying? Exactly what
1: it is. Y'all. Sean
0: says, Hey, Moan, for Broderick Jones, what impact is having Isaac Salomalu next to you have? I thought Kevin Dotson flourished as a rookie with
1: Marquise Pouncey adjacent to him, and Kevin Dotson did not flourish. <laughs> uh, but but having a guy like Isaac, who's more calm, chill, smart guy, veteran in this league, uh, with a young guy like that, and Super Bowl winner, too, if I'm not mistaken. You have a guy that can really teach him. He has his methods of operating. He know how to be successful in this league. And he's been on different teams, so he understands what other leagues, I mean, other teams around this league look like and what they expect and what to tell a young guy. I think it would be awesome for him Uh, if that was the case and he did win this job to just listen. Don't say a whole lot. Just shut up and just listen. The same things we used to do, with, you know, honestly, with Alejandro, not shut up and listen, but, bro, Just pay attention to what we're telling you, and everybody's going to be all right, okay? Like, that's what you benefit with having such a veteran guy like him on the field with a rookie like Broderick Jones. That is Bob wants
0: to know, know. hey, Moan. Yeah, it is, right? (laughs) Hey, Moan, which inside linebacker do you think is the most complete out of this group?
1: Uh, Most complete out of this group, linebacker, DK, I'm probably going to go –
0: I'm going to throw mine in first, I, if you don't oh, mind. Oh, I got because mine, but you be, go ahead. Because, yeah, I, I know you do. I just there, There's a reason that I want to go first here, because i actually been giving this one a lot of thought, because it, you th- tend to think now of inside linebackers as they're either third-down guys or they're first- and second-down guys, obvious run-situation guys, or they're attempting to be the Ryan Shazier version that goes sideline to sideline so and cuts off the screen pass. The only one out of this group that I think, and I might be wrong here, could pull all that off if needed is Quan Alexander. Yeah. Okay? Now, that said, Elandon Roberts is having a very nice camp, and Cole Holcomb entered camp as the guy that a lot of people thought might be the most impactful. So there isn't – I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here.
1: And my pick was Elandon Roberts. Yeah, he's uh, he's playing. He's yeah. balling out now. It's just Latrobe, but uh, yeah, but it makes sense. So I, I got Elandon because of. Uh, the athletic ability is a little bit older, but the smarts come into play a little bit more right there, D.K. Um, The way he blitzes, I think, will probably shadow, outshadow the way he covers and uh, drops in coverage, too. I like Quan's coverage better than I like E. Landon, okay? I like, I, I think I like Cole Holcomb side to side better than I do either one of them as far as the efficiency of it. You really do have a three-man, three-headed monster at linebacker right now, D.K. So I'm going to be... I, well, I'll say this. I don't think you have a Robert Spillane in this group, respectfully.
0: Wait, then in what context did you mean? Meaning you mean a guy, guy, guy really, that's limited. yeah, a
1: Very okay. limited, yes. And that's okay to say, DK. Well, Definitely. here's the
0: other thing that you don't have in this group. And I, I don't say this particularly respectfully. You don't have a Devin Bush anymore. And I say that from the sense that you, these guys want the contact. Yeah. these guys are common uh, for yeah. for running backs they want nothing to do with anybody patrolling uh, you know and that goes that goes for physical contact with people making catches too now I'm not gonna sit here and suggest that this is a strength of the team I think it can very much be exposed yeah but the uh, uh, moan there's a lot of things I'll trade okay. sideline backers <laughs> okay okay for them to just want to hit people.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm with you.
0: And these guys want that. Elandon Roberts was trying to pick fights and backs on backers.
1: <laughs> hey, look at you get fired up. No, but you talking because, about because
0: the position has been such an embarrassment. Okay. That's real. I mean, it's nice that Miles Jack got a job this week, signed with the Eagles for anybody who didn't hear over the weekend. Good for him. Yeah. Good player when he's healthy, which he wasn't for most of last season. But this whole thing with the inside linebackers, just kind of watching guys go by and, Come on, Drag man. down
1: tackles and stuff like that. Oh, and, arm
0: tackles. Um, and, yeah. Come on. I,
1: I'm, I'm with you on that. And this is – I just want to clear this up too. The the uh, perception that Shazer was just a coverage guy, it's oh, not no. true. Oh, no, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I know we give Vinny a lot of love for, like, the, the banger that he was, but you and I both know what? Shazer would pop you and knock you out.
0: Yes, very much so. Anthony reminds us that it is oh. three chefs time here. So I'm going to bind this because there's no way I would have remembered it after all this time doing baseball on, at the get-go cafe and market. Quality is at the core of every menu item. <laughs> three expert chefs, at least one of whom has to be named Anthony. Fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they uniquely refer to, Moan, as crave uh order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today better believe it moan i can't think of a better place to go seriously mm-hmm. whether it's before or after latrobe or before the football game yeah. on friday night it's it is football food yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying 100 I'm, say
1: I'm, I'm right? and you know what we got back to that but I'm, i i gotta say like 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 casey just told you uh, Ramon, we kick him when he's down, him meaning you. Uh, because Dolly, I don't know, he Reed, might be talking about Devin Bush, but okay, don't Dolly. That was not <laughs> that was early in the, in the show when we were dogging uh, okay. you out, man. Dolly's live read was very awesome, okay. Uh, and just more and more people are just telling, Sorry, I'm late, couldn't find my shoes. That also is reminiscence to you, too, DK. All right, so there was a lot of hate coming your way, man. But you know, it's from a loving <laughs> spot, though. Gotta keep you humble, man. That's all,
0: yeah. So the shoes thing. I was just, I was packing, and I was in a big hurry. My plane, as I mentioned, my flight got canceled. So I thought, well, I, I'm not yeah. gonna wear shoes and jeans and whatever the way you would on a plane. It's it's, it's an eight and a half hour drive. It sucks. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just gonna do flip flops, whatever. And I'm like, I'm like halfway through Ohio, and I go, Oh no. <laughs> it was no big deal. I found. I got to Milwaukee. I found a Target. I went in and I found like, like these eighteen dollars slip-on sneakers. You ever seen yeah, these things?
1: I have seen those. Things, They're like DK. as thick as a tissue. I know exactly what you're talking about, DK. But you
0: know, they work They work They worked absolutely just fine.
1: And, and this is also pretty – I, I want to go here real quick because I figured somebody would misconstrue what we got going on. Mike Jones, remember, says this. Uh, Why y'all doing Jerome like this? I guess <laughs> no, in comparison. No. Don't misconstrue Body our type. words. We're yeah. talking about look at him and that steel shot on the Steelers' website. He looked like Bettis over the Bears. You know that one where he's running over Erlocker? That's mm. what he looks like when he's running the ball. No disrespect whatsoever to the bus. Don't do that, Mike Jones. Ooh. But,
0: but Kendrick's also top-heavy. Okay. It's
1: very top heavy.
0: Very top heavy, and as a result, if someone were to succeed in pushing Kendrick backward, which did happen occasionally when he was on the offensive line, the reverse takes effect. Yeah, def- you know, it goes def- back. It goes back in the other direction. Um, let's go with uh, AJ. Here it says, "Hey Moan from the latest Uncle's Table refugee. Is that good or bad?"
1: Uh, that's good from him. He's saved from the uncle table right now. Big uh, member out here.
0: Okay. A lot has been made of Omar Khan's aggressive approach. What are the pros and cons to being an aggressive GM? Versus the Steelers' management philosophy of old, you have something good to say about this. I know you do. It would be. You know them both very I'm, well. <laughs> know
1: them both. Uh, talking about an Omar Ben. What, him what, and Kevin Colbert. Yeah, yeah. What's the pros and cons of it? Kev would be conservative and, you know, really sit back and say, okay, we're going to let this thing fall to us. And more times than not, we're going to be right. And Kev was. That was the patient, ma- you know, Zen master right there to where it was. Look. Our bones are good. We need one or two pieces on how we pull this stuff together. In that though, guess what you do? You miss some guys that could have been pieces. You probably should have cut some guys that needed to be cut. But the fact that you said it works good, why switch it around? You fall into that right there. The best part about it is you you look at what Cav did over that time. You kind of say to yourself, It was good. It was real good. We never lost. He had job security. Everybody in the building was good. We may have let a coach or coordinator go here and there, but it's solid. That's what you say. Omar's approach is this. is patient aggressiveness, right? Omar's situation is this. The moves that he made this year, how he moved around in the draft, the free agents that he signed, the signing guys early in camp before Kev possibly did, you kind of say to yourself, are you betting all on black right here? Because you bet all on black and you're that aggressive, and he's not overly aggressive, this is just new to us as Steelers, then you say if he strikes out it looked that much bad. Paying Alex Highsmith, I don't know if Kev would have done it this soon in camp. Maybe he'd have waited a few more weeks behind it just to see what it's really going to look like. But I also say to myself, if you know you have what you're looking for, go for it. One or two players are strategically pitting Dan Moore against Chooks right now. It's one of those things that Omar is doing moving forward. You get a different set of eyes. So that's the best part about what you're doing right now. As far as when you're hot, you're hot. Just go.
0: Yeah. I would, I would throw, can I take your term? You said patiently aggressive. Yes. And I want to just do this you, with you can it. We tweak okay? it a little bit. Yeah. Analytically aggressive. And here's what I mean by that. Okay. Uh, and I see you're nodding nope. already, but, already but, but, but here, because Omar is an, is an is an information suck, okay, I, nope. and in a positive way, okay. He he consumes data. He did that when he was the cap guy, and he does this now as the football guy. He is going to be, by virtue of just being younger, yeah. more analytically inclined, more into the advanced data that's available to you from football standpoint, and as a result, I believe this he's going to be able to look at a situation and feel so much more strongly about we either do want this player or we don't want this player, like Chase Claypool. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be able to say, I have dug deep into everything about Claypool, whether it's his statistics, whether it's his mental makeup or whatever it is, whereas Kev is going to be more the guy who goes, but we've always hung on to these guys and he's a stealer and we loved him at Notre Dame. And he just, you see what I'm saying? Yes.
1: 100%. And I don't know, Rick, as you put his, his statement up on the screen said, easier to be aggressive with the quarterback on a rookie deal. Great
0: point. Bunch of, bunch of viewers have made this point, but,
1: but this aggressiveness leads me to my next question though, too, from our guy, Leo, this came early in the show, which is I wanted to get to it. Leo Mm -hmm. goes, Hey, Mo, if you could only keep, one of Nate Herbick or Dotson who is it that's where Omar has us I didn't think it was a strong need for Nate Herbick but Omar's probably analytically right DK sift through this thing and said we hadn't got what we're looking for out of Dotson thus far let's bring in somebody right now to make this a point for him or push him even if they don't keep Nate Nate or, or Kevin Dotson we got to see it out. I really don't want to give an answer on that because I don't want to exclude what Dotson's capable of, and I don't know how much uh, Nate Herbig is going to look like or what he's going to look like inside of a stiller uniform and with the expectation that I know they have inside that building. So I don't want to pick either one right now.
0: Yeah, and, and you have to understand that when they make not one but two major moves on that offensive line where they decided the two guys just weren't cutting it for them, that wasn't done based on a hunch. No. Okay, that was done based on unbelievably exhaustive film review. Again, analytics and so forth. They went at it hard and they said, listen, not only are we gonna replace these guys, but we're gonna put heavy football capital into it. We're gonna pay Isaac Salomalu a ton of money. We're gonna we're gonna trade up to number 14 overall to get Broderick Jones. That's that's pretty significant.
1: You know so, so if we have the bones of Kevin Colbert, the operation with the analytics, which a, a lot of people probably question, what are our analytics inside the building? I know one thing that's at what Alejandro Pounce and Dave and I spoke about when we spoke about we don't do a whole lot of analytics. We walk in the stadiums and we just simply beat people up. They're <laughs> made. Am I lying, DK? No,
0: that's they're not laying that stuff on that burden on you.
1: No, they're not. So now with Omar doing this, and I always look at this situation and say. I may have been out a year or two earlier had Omar been the GM, you know, or maybe Al doesn't get re-signed or Marcus was out sooner or D'Angelo Williams may have not got signed in a place like Pittsburgh. Like there's a lot. Le'Veon may have gotten paid. We don't know these things, DK, if Omar was there, but the analytic side of what the Steelers are doing right now does have to pique your interest a little bit more.
0: Luke cracks me up here. Luke says, "DK, I saw you at the Brewers game." This was in Milwaukee and I totally chickened out of saying Aww. hi. Dude, I'm nobody. <laughs> you could approach If you can't approach me, you can't approach like the person making your coffee at Starbucks, yeah. you know?
1: I, I, oh, I, I'm on. not going to
0: get over this one now. I, I had a chance to thank Luke for being a, a member and a regular viewer, and, and it would have been in Milwaukee. and That would have been really cool. He chickened out. What do you think I was going to do?
1: Man, you told the story last week. You and Twiz ran into each other's arms. Oh, I ran
0: up the grass hill to embrace Twiz. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you shared this. With everybody here, and, and and as Dolly is pointing out here, Luke is actually Leonardo DiCaprio, so you're the really big deal here.
1: According to <laughs> the- I would
0: have been like, Leo, man.
1: Yeah. No? No, no doubt, man.
0: <laughs> wow. No let's doubt.
1: not let that happen again here. Please don't do that, good people. We, we, we benefit of you guys, so definitely come say something. Come on now.
0: Tycho says, hey, Moan, with the AFC conference and the AFC North, as deep and strong as it's possibly ever been. I don't know about that. How much does that weigh into a first-round quarterback in year two, leading an offense, their points per game, and ultimately team success? In other words, I think, I think what, what Tycho's asking here is, is should we judge Kenny maybe with a curve because the division and the conference will be so tough?
1: Ah, uh, how how much is that on is on the team success? Jeez. We had this conversation while you were without shoes DK in another city, man. <laughs> Dollars put the shoe emojis up now, which is the best thing going on. <laughs> uh, but but we had this conversation though, about how strong the North is and um, you know, what the what what the AFC is in general. I'll say this, TBC. There is a lot on his shoulders. And if Kenny's the right guy for the job, I think he embraces this. I'm DK said it earlier. I want to see how Kenny Pickett throws the balls in the game. I want to see what his clock management is, man. I want to see how he handles the offense moving forward. I don't think it's a lot to shoulder. I just look at it and say, dude, you signed up for this. This is one of the best 32 jobs in America, Jack. Why would you not want that on your shoulders? Unbelievable.
0: Brian Jonker says, if DK had enough moxie to go talk to Dolly, any of us can talk to DK. I haven't been reading a lot of these out loud today. I'm comfortable taking all of your abuse, people.
1: (laughs) They are on it, DK. You can't go missing with this job, man. Just so you know, they are on your neck about this, and I appreciate every petty comment that we're getting, dog.
0: Yeah, Evan Wirtz claims that he drove seven hours to see me. And I, I stood him up last Friday. I was in Milwaukee. Wow. No, that was, and I drove. That wasn't even like
1: close. How far? That was eight hours?
0: Wade claims eight and a half. Wade, Wade claims that he'll cry like a girl when he meets me. Get out of here. Okay. The guy next to me is a star. The guy <laughs> next to me is an 11 year NFL starter. <laughs> I am literally the nobody reading I the questions out loud to
1: him. They were calling you the uh glue guy of the show, too. By the way, that's actually a real good call, <laughs> man. The glue guy, Bob no Shriner
0: says, uh, find this one here. I oh, know this is, this is something else here. It's it's right mm-hmm. here. Oh, it's it keeps bouncing around. Here it it Comments are coming, coming. There we go. I, I love the many pieces that add to Kenny's chances this season. Allen Robinson in a slot, uh, Calvin Austin taking the top off, Darnell Washington going up high. It, it's just goes on giving us so much to be optimistic about. Bob, yeah, but I'm going to throw another visual at you, okay? Mm -hmm. Even though the offensive lineman is infinitely better equipped than me to do this, but I just want want to throw out one visual from you at Latrobe because you've been watching the Steelers right now for a couple years play with real struggles in pass protection, okay? And I can tell you guys, This shouldn't be any secret to anybody that the guy next to me here was driven nuts by this. Okay, I'm the one getting texts from him in the middle of the game. (laughs) Okay, all right. Imagine the difference with this offense just having pass pro. Nothing else. Yeah. Okay, we're all talking about the toys, and that's what these are. Darnell and everybody else and Calvin and everything, and that's fun. George Pickens is doing everything fun. None of this matters if those guys aren't setting a pocket for Kenny, and they're doing it, and they are doing it.
1: I'll tell you this, Bob, with that that optimism that you have, uh, and I'm an optimist, DK. You would probably say that, right? It's never that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of tapered out a little bit because what you're seeing is stuff that's being tried out in practice that may or may not be used in games. I don't know how strong of a passing game Darnell Washington is going to have. I just don't. It's hard to say that. That ain't nothing that he's ever been asked of. That's something he maybe have to grow into in year two. Uh, That's also a game plan situation too. How do you plan to make this a play or phase for him in the game in order for us to win? It'll It'll be limited. It'll be
0: limited and it'll be red zone.
1: To, to your point, we want to see those Ferrari pieces, right? I hope it ain't Ferraris and break easy, but we want to see those Ferrari pieces be boring and make routine plays too, the same as the offensive line. Like Kenny or George making those acrobatic catches, Deontay getting to the end zone, all those types of things. Allen Robinson resurging his career. I, we That right there will be bonus for us
0: Mm mm-hmm donald responds i love that kenny's a grinder and he loves to study and learn his craft he will figure it out my only question is can he take the punishment donald i don't know that he has to okay where is it written you know we knew we knew two years ago ben was going to get clobbered Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. ben knew it that ben is no dummy okay ben looked at that o-line and as much as he was trying to pump their tires and make sure that they have there's a reason that Ben was releasing the ball in a negative point zero zero four seconds. God, dog. Okay, yeah. he knew that. Yeah, this past year started to see a lot of the same thing. But you knew Mitch was going to get going to get hit.
1: And mm-hmm. when Kenny
0: came in, remember what was everybody's main concern about Kenny?
1: You're going to get him killed. Can and- you protect him? Yeah. Can you protect them? Yes. Why uh, should
0: he take the punishment?
1: Or can he also protect himself? I brought that up the other There's day, too, DK. Mm-hmm. He's got to protect. You can't be Superman. That's what we need to see out of him in the pocket this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, he's he's going to be moving. And and you know what? Dave Shipley comes in. We have 600 people watching this. We have 83 likes. That can't be it.
1: Uh, no, no, he need to refresh his. Dave got to refresh his. Exit out and come back in. We're we're what? way higher than that, DK. Oh, we, are okay. we are, we are. We 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 have it has my 607 apologies for doubting anybody with
0: 229 here. With two twenty
1: nine likes, two hundred twenty nine likes on her, DK. That's what we got going on right now.
0: Slap Murphy says watching Darnell Washington running down the middle of the defense makes me think he's running through a bunch of twelve year olds. It's so intimidating if he stays healthy. Yeah, there, he does have yeah. that snowball rolling downhill effect. Once he catches it, if he if you let him turn and start going, it's going to be a Vance McDonald-type problem. Speaking of a game being played in Tampa, Florida
1: this can, week. Can, can we talk <laughs> about 12-year-olds again with our guy Luke? Hey, Moan, if Dan Moore plays Pulley, is he Dan less? Oh, no. The door is that way, okay, Luke? See, now,
0: now <laughs> you should have worried about meeting me because that would have been completely unacceptable. I would have turned and stormed away from you rudely matthew finally makes it to a live show what took so long matthew and now the next step is becoming a member
1: yeah
0: next step uh, the next step is 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 finding dkps.net
1: slash join
0: to become a member of of this little uh project here routine there it is right there Did you find
1: it yeah i found dk i'm always looking out for you baby there
0: we go eric shulo comes in with an interesting viewpoint it's not and there's something of a hey moan he he says jalen warren's the best pass protecting running back on this team he also may be one of the best i've seen period is it weird that i get excited over a running back who pass blocks
1: eric shulo my brethren everybody loves the backup guy you know what if jalen warren does that thing well you should probably at him and tell Jalen Warren to keep doing those things well. And when he gets the ball, average that four, is it 5.9 yards a carry, too? Oh, yeah. Those are the things that's going to keep him around. You're not wrong in saying it excites you in that, uh, because it keeps the quarterback up. It keeps the quarterback safe in the pocket and also takes a lot of pressure off the offensive line uh, and tight ends by trying to keep them in because the running back can't block. A dude that takes that personal like that. Is always going to have a job. There is nothing better than a blocking running back. But again, we had this conversation yesterday about Najee, if I'm not mistaken. Please and still appreciate both of them the same. That's all I'll ever say about the Yeah. Two.
0: That's I was going to say when it comes to blocking for the running backs, A, you've heard this for years. It's not optional with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They yeah. they they the, this head coach will will enforce it unconditionally. He, oh my if, he gosh. If, if you're a you, if you're Barry Sanders, mm-hmm. a prime time Barry Sanders, mm-hmm. you've got to be able to block to play for this head coach. There's not a lot of things that he sticks to quite like that, yeah. but he really does with this one because he just doesn't see it as optional. Nope, it's, there is no option, DK. Yeah. So, but I, I'm going to throw in another name here because Anthony McFarland is I having knew it. him. I, I have to. I got to be I his only it. advocate here. Okay? <laughs> he he is having himself a Camp, no one's talking about it because he's been around for so long and we're all kind of, you know, it's one of those names you've heard a little bit too often. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, man. He
0: is Uh, really involved in this. And let's go retroactively with Tycho here
1: and point out that this guy, Le'Veon Bell. He took pride in it, y'all. He he made it easy for us. And also, again, having that multifaceted guy, to your point, okay, uh, that can do that. The pressure's off of us up front. It's off the quarterback, too, because he knows he's took care of. But it also adds more windows, okay, DK, to what the offense is capable of at that point. Because we don't know if he's staying in the block or he's going out for a pass. So it really confuses the defense, man. I, I got to see this one, too, DK. I, this is really cool. As, as Matthew, man, just became a member, you put him up there. He said, first time catching it live. And then he became a member not even 20 seconds later. That was Love impressive. that. Very, very impressive. impressive. Welcome to the show, man. Get yeah. you a cup. Uh, it's a party up front, okay? Leave the uncles behind.
0: Our, uh, our eggs are real. they have real
1: eggs, okay? All
0: the fake eggs provided by the Cincinnati Bengals are yeah. at the uncle's table.
1: But this is super cool to Leo, man. DK Mon, thanks for the show. I've been laid up for the last eight weeks with a broken leg, and your show is. And you know what? Whatever is is after that, <laughs> we'll take it, right? We'll take it, my brother. I hope you feel better. I hope the leg is healing fine. Uh, rest up, take your calcium, all that good stuff.
0: Now here, here's where my outright optimism regarding the offensive line stops. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this up here. I know you're not about to do this on a dog on Tuesday. I, I am because because oh. that's B. Ed says, is this line gonna be better at run blocking? My answer is the same answer that the head coach would give you. Show me, show me. I, I want to see. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think so. Isaac Salemalu is a pretty good run blocker. Yeah. Okay? But I don't know what you're going to get out of left tackle. I don't know what you're going to get out of. I never. I feel like I never know what I'm going to get out of Chooks. Yeah. Okay? So what? What? What are we looking for Friday night, Moan? Because one thing that you do see. In preseason games, is a whole lot of running the football. Yeah, you do. What and it's hard to read football sometimes on TV, especially line play. What are fans looking for?
1: That average at the end of the game, DK. Uh, can they do a drive? And let's say we got twelve plays, eight of them be uh, runs, DK. Because mm-hmm. we're opening it up a little bit. Opening up the run will allow the passing game to flourish a little bit more. If they're on first down, run and get three yards. Second down, run and get four yards, DK. Then we can throw on third. Give me another six yards on the next first down. Like, that's what I'm looking for methodically. That's what we used to do. Methodically moving down the field. Nothing forced. Efficiency of it. Okay, you might get a TFL, but give me seven on the next run.
0: So when people ask you the next day, did you watch the whole game? Did you like, did you really stay up and watch the, even like the fourth quarter? Your answer to them can be yes, because I wanted to see how the line blocking handled the run, even for the fifth and sixth string running backs.
1: Yep, be- because and this is why also important on that and the second and third line too, DK, because it'll show us what the identity of the room is. That's what we're actually getting out of them being able to run the ball. We will see what the identity is. Think about the guys that came behind us as of late, right? Mm-hmm. Before me, Willie done made it a point. We're gonna run the ball. We got better protecting Ben. That was our biggest gripe. Biggest gripe, right? Protect yep. seven. All right, yep. We did that with the coordinator, but running was always important. The same thing happened with BJ Finney, Chris Hubbard, Marcus Gilbert came after Kelvin. Be- everybody fell in line. Cody Wallace. Everybody fell in line. With understanding, establishing the run, DK.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to thank Jonathan Helsher for coming in with a contribution, $1.99. Appreciate that. Appreciate everybody who's come in. We've had some gift memberships today. We've had some new members come along. All of this is – look, if we don't ever get to somebody, it doesn't mean – Yeah. It, it doesn't mean that they aren't appreciated. Uh, I have a couple that I failed to put up earlier. I'm going to say that to John Pell, who's been thank with you. us for a couple months. Jeremy Olney is in – uh, Nick Brumbaugh is in. Uh, this has been a really cool day. Really. Yeah. Nice. I, it, I say that even in the context of just taking all this crap from everybody.
1: And, and you know what, DK, when you mentioned something about depending on the offense, I thought you were going to go up north, man. What do you mean? Thought you were going with Bob. Oh, is, is that?
0: Oh, yeah. I, I'm sorry. It, I thought you point, were. At some point. I have something to tell you about this Matt Canada thing. I'm going to do that off. I'm going to do okay. that off after the, after the, uh, the outro.
1: The, the, the yeah. outro? Oh, we got something. To, is that a – did you just tease me, DK? I
0: just did.
1: <laughs> On a Tuesday?
0: I just did that. I definitely wow. – it's, te- it's Tease Tuesday.
1: <laughs> tease Tuesdays. All right, guys. Oh, wow. All right, guys. Fare thee well. Fare thee well. Y'all been good to us. The dude known as DK is back. Dan is back. Okay. Got shoes on. We think. He ain't got (laughs) shoes on. And what would that be for? That's a dollar, baby. One of these a month, baby. Get you in here with us, man. Oh, get away good. from that uncle table.
0: There's yeah. even there's even a penny that comes back. <laughs> you feel me? You
1: get changed <laughs> with this, man. Wait you a just... second.
0: What's what's happening here off camera? Is this...
1: What is this? What was, what was
0: this? Hey, there she is. <laughs> I saw money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go on, put her back in the shadows, DK. Enough, <laughs> of, enough of you. <laughs> no doubt dk you had a, you, you got a little bit of info for us man what you got going
0: on i think i'm gonna wait till we're off camera on this one
1: okay okay yeah.
0: sorry everybody not you know that's you gotta you gotta make sure you're not crossing too many lines with this ah. sort of thing here but uh, it was really really it was it was good to be back I'm, I'm really legitimately heartened by everybody's reaction uh to the three shows that i that I missed because I heard them. I watched them. They I thought well I, I watched two of them. I heard one because I was driving back from Indiana and I, I thought they were terrific. And part of the reason that they were terrific, with all due respect to you to, to you and Hermon, is that the, Yeah, the, yeah, they, these guys carry it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know? do. They it's, do. It, that's that's how it rolls. I mean, we you look at the caliber of some of the questions that we get. It isn't all just uh, you know. Uh, Do you think AB is gonna whatever? It's it's actual football talk, you know, which is cool.
1: It is, man. Uh, People are calling you a tease right now. They're calling Dolly Big (laughs) Dolly because she's big boss out here. You feel me? Uh, There's a lot going on in here, man. We'll 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 make sure we pay this off.
0: Yeah, yeah, we will. We will. All right, guys. We'll do it again tomorrow. Hey. Bye, bye.